All right. Hey there, Max. Welcome to the JCS show. I'm, uh, I've been looking forward to this episode. Um, yes. And I'd, I'd just like to give a little brief introduction. So I'll, I'll kind of give the context I know, and then you can fill in, uh, from where I leave off. But, um, yeah, so I, I found your company, your company's called BJJ flowcharts. Um, and my story is that I'm interested in memory training and, um, and business. So, I started jujitsu about a year ago and, um, pretty quickly I realized that it's, there's a lot of information. And so I, I started thinking like, how can I, what are the ways I can get all this information into my head and have it make sense? Um, it's kind of intimidating at first, you know, there's, there's all these moves, there's all this terminology. Um, and so, um, some of my experiences in memory training, actually one of my previous guests, he's a memory trainer and, uh, the way memory training works is there's kind of two aspects. There's memory palaces and memory images. And so uh, you kind of need both of these components to, to create a robust or a, a strong memory. Um, and the way that it works is that the memory palace kind of holds all the information and the, the images are the information. So it's basically you, you've got a network um, and you can draw associations between information. And, and that's really how the memory works. It's, it's through associations. And so, um, so, so that was kind of one details I was working on memory. And then the other side of it is I was working for a startup. We did consulting for other startups basically. And, um, primarily what we were doing is flow charting out their businesses. So I'm, I'm working with memory in one field and then the other field I'm working with flow charts for consulting purposes. Um, and so I'm, I'm a new, I'm a white belt. I'm a couple of weeks into jujitsu and my coach mentioned there's a thing as such a thing as a uh, jujitsu flow charts. And as, as soon as I heard that, I was like, I gotta find this. So I, I started uh, looking all over the internet. I found uh, all kinds of flow charts and I eventually found yours. Um, you had a flow chart at the time called the blueprint, which for me, it was kind of like the, ah, like this, this is what jujitsu is. It, it has all the, the basic positions and it's kind of like the, the 30,000, uh, 30,000 foot view, the macro level view of the whole system of jujitsu. Um, and so, and there, it was a fundamental, so it's not the whole system of course, but it's like the basics, what you need to know for, you know, to start. Yeah. Yeah. It's got all the core positions, the, um, you know, for, if, whether you're attacking or defending. Um, and so when, when I saw this flow chart, it's, it's, it was the first time that I was like, oh, like this is. This is how it all works. Um, and it, it kind of all fit together. And then I, I had jujitsu buddies at the gym and I would show them the flow chart, you know, on my phone and I could just, there was always that aha moment, you know, like as soon as they see it and, and they see like, okay, this is, this is the connections between these positions. Um, it's for all new people and myself included, it's kind of like, oh, like this is, this is what these teachers are trying to explain and just seeing it all in, in a, format kind of puts it together. So yeah, that's, that's how I came across you and your business. Um, but yeah, I guess just, so, so that's my context coming in and, uh, I guess, do, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, well, well, yes. Well, uh, well, first off, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to meet you yeah. and to, to chat with you uh, on your podcast. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so what you said is absolutely correct. I mean, if you want to learn a system, I think the best way is to see at a micro level and then at a micro level. So, you know, zoom out and zoom in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that really helps to learn, especially in jujitsu, because when you start, like you said, I remember my first class actually, uh, 
I think the first class was the first class was a dollar a sweep. And I had no idea what I was doing. You know, you don't know what month is, you don't you don't know what close guard, you don't know what anything. And you know, they were showing me a random move, and you know, it was not really connected to anything else. And you know, so I, I was like, okay, so there is a better way to do it. And first I thought, okay, let's start to, to do a big map of all the basic position. You know, you do a hierarchy of those position and then you, you, you put techniques how to navigate between those, those position. And I, and I thought it was a good way to start. And that's eventually how, you know, it was the first blueprint and then, you know, expanding and, you know, did some iteration and now it's an app and it's, it's growing every day. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, the, the first, the first was exactly what, what you described. Uh, you know, you arrive, you don't know anything. So give me, give me the map just to, to understand what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really helpful. I mean, you mentioned some of the positions there, closed guard, open guard, it's, um, and this isn't really a jujitsu podcast. I'm, I'm some, some of the listeners might know jujitsu, but, um, it's, it's, these are all kind of very specific to jujitsu terms and it's, it's hard to understand the connections between the positions, um, until you can see it all laid out and, uh, just seeing it all on paper is a lot faster than having to just go through it in the gym and kind of eventually just come to the understanding you can actually just see yeah. it and have it concrete there for you. Yeah. I, I think the, the, the most important thing, you know, especially well, because now I'm teaching full time, Full time. I mean, I'm the main the main coach in my in, at my academy, and the first thing I'm making sure I, I teach first and foremost is the general concept and the general direction, the general idea of each position. So you know what are you supposed to do and where you're supposed to go, and then I give you techniques to execute that broad idea. And I think that's something that that you can use, you know, in every kind of training, not just jujitsu, but every, everywhere, because if you just give techniques, but they don't really know why they're doing those techniques, I guess it doesn't really work that much. I mean, first you need to know why, why, why do you do that? What's the main thing you want to, to accomplish? And then you can do it. Exactly. Um, and it's interesting you say that the two main resources that I've been uh, using to study jujitsu are, are your, uh, flow charts. And then do you know, Rob Bernanke with BJJ concepts? Um, are you familiar I've with heard him? the name, but I don't know. I don't know him though. It's, it's, it's worth checking out because it's, I think it's a good, uh, pairing with what you've got. He, he focuses on alignment, which, um, it's posture, structure and base. And so that's, that's the core concepts. And he, he's got a, it's $20 a month for his, his online course. And I, I just think it really pairs well since you've got the map of how everything connects and for every video he's got, he's using these terms of, it all comes back to alignment with the base posture and structure. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just like you're saying, it's, you've got the concepts and then once you understand the concepts, you can build the details and, yes. uh, start mapping the connections between, uh, between the different information. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Cool. Um, all right. So. I, I just kind of wanted to establish what, what you do, but, um, I want to jump back a little bit and just touch on your life story a little bit. So, um, yeah. I know you're in Paris, France right now. Is that yes. where you're from? Yes. I'm French. Yes. Okay. It's not Paris, Paris, but I, I live very, very close. So it's okay. a small city like South suburban. So I said Paris was always, you know, yeah, yeah. but it's, um, yeah, it's very close. And so I'm from here and so I'm 30, 36, almost 37. 
Um, I've been doing, so if you want to know martial arts, so I've been doing martial arts since I'm 13. I was doing a traditional martial arts. It's called uh, Vovin and Vodao from Vietnam. It's a little bit between karate and kung fu, kind of. I did that for like 10 years. And then I did MMA for a year. I was doing grappling, you know, grappling MMA. And after a year, so it was 2011, um, I, I really fell in love with grappling. So I said, well, you know what? I'm just going to focus on that. I'm going to drop everything else. I'm going to do grappling. And, you know, little by little, it, it became my uh, full-time job. Yeah. So and that, that's for, yeah. So if, if you want the full story, so that's for my sports life. And so after, so my personal life, so after high school, I did uh, a master in computer science. So five years. Uh, after that, I didn't work in computer science because I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And my father, he, he was an entrepreneur. He had a company in, uh, in real estate. And I started to work with him. Uh, and my idea at, at the time was to, to buy the business like 10 years, 10 years after I start and, you know, keep doing what he's doing. Uh, but like very quickly, I realized, well, I, I made a mistake. It's not what I wanted to do. So I, you know, I wasn't really comfortable doing my job. I didn't really like it, but it took me, I, I was like 25, 26. And it took me some time to, to admit it to myself and to my dad also, but to myself mostly. And so, you know, one day I, I finally said, you know, it's not what I want to do. So I need to find something else. I need to find a way to, to get out and to, to, to do my own thing. And so I, I was looking for opportunities and I found, uh, you know, MBA programs. Um, so you, I guess you know what an MBA is. It's a master in business yeah, administration, yeah. very popular in the US. So I did, I did the one at HEC. Uh, it's uh, the number one business school in Europe. So it's a, it's, a, it's a good school. It took me years to, to get in. I did it in 2016. And after I graduated, it was uh, late 2017. Um, so I quitted my job and I said, okay, I'm, I'm just going to give it a go. So I worked on a startup, didn't work out. I worked on a second startup, didn't work out. And in 2019, yeah, 2019, I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to work alone and I'm going to work on e-commerce because, you know, it was like, I love marketing. I love sales. Uh, I love, you know, computer stuff. So it was like a good fit. I'm comfortable working alone. And I started to do that. And uh, very quickly, and it was like not planned. It was out of the blue. I started to, it, so it was 2019. So it was the time when Gordon released his first DVD, Gordon Ryan, which is, so for, for, for people who don't know, so Gordon Ryan is like the, the best grappler in the world. He's like the, the, like the poster boy of the, you know, he's like, a, the, you know, the flagship yeah, of the sport. The, the Michael Jordan of, uh, yeah, exactly. of so jiu-jitsu. And he released uh, a first DVD. So it, it was a technique instructional. So it was passing, passing the guards, which is very complex in jujitsu. And the, the DVD was like 10 hours long or something like that. And so I was working at the time on a startup. Of, I mean, on my, on my business, on my e-commerce business. I was trying to, to figure it out. And I was watching the, you know, the instructional at, at night. And one day, after like an hour or two watching, I'm like, okay, what? Well, there is way too many information in the DVD. I'm never going to remember anything. So I started to do a map. It, it was only, I mean, for, just for me, just to learn. So I started to do a map and I did it every day, like every night, four hours a night for 10 days straight. So it was like 40 hours. So it was a big, big map. 
and it was like the first flowchart I ever made for you know for for grappling. Uh, and so I was using that map at the gym, and one of my friends he said, "Well, you know, Max, you should you should sell that. I guess people want it." And I was like, "Yeah, well, you know, it's a PDF, it's a map. I mean, who wants to buy that? I mean, no one." But I was like, oh, "You know what? Why not? Let's let's try." And so what I did was I, I posted a video on um, on on Instagram, you know, on, on a story on Instagram. Of, of the flowchart at the gym, and I tagged Gordon. And lucky enough, I mean, Gordon saw it and he reposted it. And so, like, after an hour, I, I had, like, I think I had like a dozen people, maybe 15, asking me, hey man, I mean, can I, can I get that? Can I get that? It looks cool. Can I, can, I, can I get it? And I thought, oh, well, you know, well, it took me 40 hours to do it, so I'm not going to give it for free, but yeah, sure, I can set up a website and I can sell it, and, and why not? And that's how it started, actually. So I did my first, you know, I did the website, the first version. So, 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 sold some flowcharts. And then I contacted, uh, BGJ Fanatics, you know, which is, the, uh, you know, the, the owner of the DVD. So that's the company mm -hmm. who, who owns those DVDs and who, who creates them. And we, we go back and forth. And eventually they, they, they do a post on their Facebook group to promote what, what I did. So it was a good first exposure, and I got my first uh, 100 customers with, with ah. that post. And uh, so I, at first it was just that, you know, I, I was still working on something else, and I thought in my mind it was like uh, it was like one shot. Okay, you know, you know, I, I made like I made three grand or I mean three thousand or something, something small, but that was it. But then, Gordon released the second DVD. And so I was like, well, you know, since I did the first one, I'm going to do the same thing. So I, I did a flowchart for the, the, the new DVD. I, I didn't, you know, no advertisement, no nothing. I just uploaded it on the website and people buy it as well. I mean, the same people who bought the first one, they buy the second one. And so mm -hmm. I thought, oh, okay, well, clearly there is a demand. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, let's, let's give it a go. Let's try. And yeah, so I redid the website, new logo, new website, new everything. And uh, very, very quickly, I think it was, uh, I think it was October 2019, I got a message on my Instagram from Ben Tong, which is uh, the CEO of Polaris. Polaris is one of the biggest organizations for professional jiu-jitsu in Europe. And I, 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 thought he, I thought he wanted me to fight on, the, on one of his shows. So I was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, what can I do for you? You know, you know, because I did a competition like two weeks ago, two weeks ago. So I thought, well, maybe he saw my fights. Maybe he wants me to fight. And he, and he goes, well, you know, uh, one of our sponsors um, just canceled. So I've got a spot for in two weeks uh, to sponsor the show. I mean, you want to do it? And I was like, oh, okay, well, uh, it's in two weeks. Mm. I thought, okay, I'm going to do it. And uh, that's how the blueprint came, came into play because, well, I, I was like, okay, so I'm going to get into use the UFC Fight Pass. It's going to be a big audience. So I need to have a product that appeal to, you know, as many people as possible. Right. And so the flowchart of the DVD would not make it because, you know, to, to use the flowchart of the DVD, well, you need to have the DVD, which is not everyone, obviously. And so I thought, well... I'm going to do a flowchart with embedded videos, my videos for white belts, which is the biggest market. 
Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I worked day and night for, for, for a week. I called my friend, hey, you know, can you be at the gym tomorrow? Because I need to record like those 60, 74 techniques. I said, yeah, okay, I'm going to be there. I'm taking a day off. Okay, let's do it. And so we work like, uh, you know, work like around the clock for a week. I do the blueprint. Uh, and so I do the advertisement, the video and everything. So it goes, you know, broadcast live. And it's a big success, like overnight. It's like I'm, I'm doing sales, sales, sales. And that's basically how, how it started, the whole thing. And then after that, you know, I just kept doing it, um, you know, advertisement on Facebook, Instagram, and, you know, every, every day, every day, every day, every day. And ultimately, uh, so it's been three years now, two and a half. So now I've got my app uh, and the business is growing every day. So it's, and it became my full-time job very quickly. So I, I stopped everything else. Uh, and now my, my full-time job is... Uh, uh, my passion basically I'm, I'm just teaching and studying jujitsu for a living yeah that's that's, that's awesome. pretty much the, the story yeah and and do you love what you do every day yeah yeah that's... big time yeah I, the, the best part well first it's uh you know i am my own boss so you know that's you know i i i don't have to do anything you know for anyone it's just you know i work for me um i work on something i love and I have the luxury of having a lot of free time so I can spend time with my daughter and train a lot. And that's, you know, it means the world. I mean, you, you, you can tell me, well, you know, drop everything. I'm going to give you like a billion dollars to work in, on my, in my company like day and night. And mm-hmm. I say, no, thank you. Good. Uh, I'm enjoying my, my day, uh, you know, like yeah. this. Nice. But yeah, so um, the, the luxury of time is, is, is critical to me. I mean, to, to, you know, yeah. to escape to escape those corporate jobs and, you know, those, you know, nine to five or nine to, or whatever, you know, whatever you're doing. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a big luxury. Yeah. I, uh, I certainly relate to a lot of what you're saying. I'm, uh, hopefully just a, a couple of stages behind you here, but, uh, I'm 25 right now. I've same kind of yeah. thing. I, yeah. I have my undergraduate degree in entrepreneurship and I've worked for a few startups, um, learned a lot, but haven't, you know, didn't really work nice. out. Um, and so, uh, and what I found though is what's, what's cool is that you, you did computer science, you did your MBA and you kind of knew that you had, it seems like you had a vague idea of the direction you wanted to go and you, you wanted to do your own thing. Um, yes. you, you, you had the experience of, uh, entrepreneurship from watching your dad and you kind of put yourself in position to, uh, be ready when an opportunity came along. And when, uh, you created that first yes. flow chart, uh, other people found value in it and you had the ability to make the website, to market it, um, to go about it. I'm, I'm wondering what that, what did, uh, what did it take to get, um, the BJJ fanatics that, that first deal? Did you just, did, did you have to give them anything in exchange or did oh, you no, just kind no, of no, 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 reach no, out? No, no, absolutely nothing. Uh, they didn't ask anything in return. Actually the first, you know, it started with, at first they wanted to sue me because they didn't understand really what I was doing. So they thought it was illegal. And, and, you know, I, I said, well, you know, I'm not doing anything illegal. And so we, we go back and forth. We talk, you know, they're nice guys and they just promoted my, uh, you know, just once, you know, they did like one promotion on their Instagram, on, on their, on their Facebook group. And that was pretty much it. Um, and after that, you know, I wanted to do, I, I was asking for a partnership because I thought it was like, it, I, to, in my mind, it's a no brainer. I mean, you know, if you can, if you can sell a 250 DVD and just put like an ad, like a, like a flowchart for 40 bucks, 
and we split. I mean, it's basically free money, what I'm, but yeah. uh, they, they don't want to do it, so whatever. Um, but no, you know, my main business now is, is uh, my app and it's like, it has nothing to do with BJJ Fanatics. So, but it was, yeah, it was a good way to start into like, like, you know, like, um, starts, um, basically, you know, the, it's a snowball effect. So it was, you know, just yeah. launching the, the company and, you know, bootstrapping everything. And then I was on my way. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it seems too like you, you knew what you liked. Like I've, I'm just kind of picking up from what you're saying that as, as you're going, you, you make this map and you're, you kind of feel it. It's, it sounds like you, you feel kind of, yeah. oh, this, I'm onto something here. This is, uh, was there yeah. excitement or what was that like? Um, well, like you said, well, I always knew what I wanted to do. Like I, I had a, I had an idea. Okay. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to have my own business. I didn't want to be like, you know, like, like everybody else, like having a corporate job, you know, and, and even if you have a very good job, it's still to me, it's, you know, corporate, I'm, I'm not, I'm not made for that. You know, I, I have a problem with authority. Uh, you know, when I was doing my MBA, we did a lot of, um, you know, like of, of, of uh, personality test. And I was always um, flagged as a, as a, what they, what they call a rebel, you know, kind of, an, kind of, you know, an outlier, an outlier a little bit in terms of, you know, whatever this, whatever they found, but so I always wanted to be, you know, alone doing my thing, but I had no idea what I wanted to do. Exactly. I didn't know what kind of business I didn't know in what field. And I was always looking, searching for ideas and looking for opportunities. And like you said, you know, when you see something, you go for it, but I, I wasn't really planning, you know, like, if, if you go back five years ago and you, and you told me, well, you know, you're going to do a business in, in jujitsu, I would be like, well, um, I'd like to see that for sure, because I have no clue what you're talking about. I mean, I don't, yeah. I just don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think a, a lot, if you, if you want to talk about entrepreneurship, I think a lot of it goes from uh, resilience because it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard and you yeah. need to be resilient enough to keep going when it's not working because it's not going to work, you know, day one or, or day two, actually, for that matter. It took me yeah, two and a half years to, to actually have something that, no, not two, and a, two years, but, you know, it's two years of um, difficult moment of a lot of mm -hmm. doubts and tough decision to make because, you know, of course I had some money on the side to, you know, to, to provide my family for two years. But after that, it's like, well, okay, well, I've got nothing left. So it's either I find something that works or I find a new job, but it's, yeah. Uh, so yeah, resilience is key if you want to go to, to, to that path. Gotcha. And, and do you think that just sort of knowing what you wanted kind of from the start is, uh, what kind of gave you the ability to have that resilience? <laughs> Probably, yes. I think that's part of it. I guess it's also, I, I guess sports and martial arts in particular is a, is a very good help also because, you know, as I mentioned, I was, you know, I did sport all my life and martial arts since I'm, I was 13. And I think it gives you a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, mental strength, you know, to not give up, you know, pushing through, through workout and, you know, pushing through, you know, when you get injured, you have to come back and, it's basically n never giving up. And I think mm -hmm. it helps. Um, I, I guess it's mostly that, um, I guess it may be also, 
I don't know, maybe seeing my dad because it was, I, I remember because he, he started his business when I was born. And I remember when I was young, like the first 10 years, it was tough. Uh, eventually it, be, it became extremely successful, but it, it was difficult at first. And I have those, those images when I was young to, well, I, you know, I was young, but I, I, you know, I realized it was difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess it's also part of that. Um, maybe it's also just, uh, I'm not going to say I was born, you know, resilient. It's not, it's not true, but I think it's martial arts mostly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think so. I think jujitsu is a great metaphor for life in a lot of ways. Um, there's no shortcuts. It's, uh, no. you know, it's, you really just had to, to figure it out and, and you have to, you have to dive in with everything, you know, if you're really going to get good at it. And I think that's the same thing with life. Um, yeah, something yeah. like well, Muay Thai. Yeah, like, like I, I agree there's no shortcuts, but there is definitely longer road. And what I mean by that is, um, well, I, I see a lot of people, you know, they're, they're training hard, but they don't train smart. And, you know, it, it, but it's the same for everything else. You know, I think working hard is important. Of course, you need to work hard, but most importantly, you need to work smart. Uh, and it's, it's true for your job. It's true for you. For, for, I think it's true for, for everything. And, uh, yeah, so that's basically what I'm trying to fix with my company. Actually, I'm trying to give, you know, grapplers, uh, some tools to actually have a structure have a systematic approach, uh, having like a better understanding of what they're doing to ultimately improve faster. That's basically what I'm doing. I, I want to improve faster. Yeah. So smarter training and better understanding. Yeah. But it's, so it's critical to, I think for, for everything else. Yeah. It makes sense. There's, there's no shortcuts, but there, there's more efficiency in, uh, different paths yes. than others. Yes, um, absolutely. Because yeah. I think when you say, you know, there's no shortcut, people think like, okay, so I need to grind every day. Yes, mm -hmm. you need to do it, but you also need to think about it. It's not right. just showing up is not showing up is not just. It's not going to make it actually, you, you need to show up, but you need to think about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, as you're talking, I'm, I'm wondering here. Um, so was it two, three years ago? Uh, that was when you were finishing up your MBA and kind of, uh, going off. Onto your own? Okay. And then was it two years ago is when you decided to, to do your own thing? Um, no, 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 about uh, the last two years. Yes. So the, no, the last two years I was, I was already on, on, on my business because I started, okay. so five years ago, uh, I, uh, yeah. So I quitted my job five years ago and said, okay, I'm going to do my own thing for sure. I'm, I'm going for it for sure. But for two years I was struggling because to, you know, it was working on projects that didn't work. And after two years, so it was three years ago, you know, the flow chart started to, to actually took off. And so, and so it became my first, uh, my, my, my full-time job. Gotcha. Um, and, and so, so it sounds like you kind of followed the natural path that, uh, you had opportunities and, and when they came up, you, you knew kind of what you wanted, but I guess starting now and projecting forward, do you, do you know where you're going or are you just sort of, uh, trying to add value and, and, uh, just oh, expecting yeah, to yeah. react to opportunities? I, no, no, no. I, of course I, have a, it's, it's, it's a bit of both actually. So, I have a plan for, you know, for, you know, for, for next month and also for next year, but I'm also always, you know, open for new opportunities. So, uh, 
my plan for the business is just to keep expanding, you know, more customer, uh, finding new partnership. Uh, I also want to, to make a new app, one for wrestling and one for judo. So I, I'm, I'm finding uh, partners because I don't know judo, uh, wrestling, you know, I, you know, I'm the jiu-jitsu, not wrestling. And so I'm trying to, to get an app and a new concept for those two sports if I can find other people. So it's about expanding my business. Um, um, and then, you know, it's always, um, you know, like you said, it's like opportunities. So I'm always like trying to, to have my ears open and trying to, to see where I can find something I can do. Uh, so we'll see. I don't, I don't know, but yeah. for, for sure, my, my focus is uh, yeah, expanding the, the, exi- the existing business for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always curious how entrepreneurs kind of balance the, the lack of structure in, in an entrepreneurial yeah. career with, but at the same time, you kind of need some vision and some strategic direction, you know, and it's, it's two hard things to balance. So that's what I'm trying to dig at. Um, all right. I want to shift gears a little bit. One thing I've talked about with a few of my, uh, guests here is language. And I'm mm-hmm. curious how, um, how language has played a role for you. I mean, I've, you're, you're in France. I bought your blueprint map in English. Um, are you selling the maps in multiple languages? Uh, have you? No. No? Just, just English no. only? It's, it's English only. And the reason why I do it, it's because that's the biggest market. So my, my, mm-hmm. I don't sell anything in France. My market is the US, Canada, UK, and Australia. Uh, because that's where the money is and that's where, you know, that is the biggest market. So it, it made just, it, it, it was a business decision, decision basically. Yeah. Okay. And have you, did you grow up speaking English or is it something that you uh, no. learned along the way? No, no, no. When, I when learned did you, when learn? like 20. Uh, you know, uh, well, just, just through life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, no, y- yes and no. So, um, so of course, you know, I learned during, you know, my, uh, you know, my high school and, you know, so uh, I don't know you, what do you say? Be- What's before high school in, in the U.S.? Um, there's lower school and then middle school and then high school. But sometimes uh, people yeah, call okay. elementary. So, yeah. Yeah. So it was middle school and high school, like everybody else, I guess. And then during my studies, so I went. Uh, I was living in London for a year when I was like 22 or something um, for my study during my master. And then it was just like personal work. Uh, if I'm being honest, it was also a lot of watching TV shows. That helps. And yeah, reading books. And because when I was like 20 something, I said, well, now I'm going to read books in English instead of French. So I'm, I can try, you know, it will improve. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Yes. Just, you know, personal work. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's interesting to me that, um, that you, you chose English speaking markets. I mean, it, it makes sense if, if, you kind of, and how did, how did you know that's where the money was? Is, is it your intuition or is that through, um, what oh, no, you know, no, from your no, MBA I, background? I just, no, well, I, well, it's actually quite simple to, to see, I guess, because well, the, you see there is a big market in America because that's where there is like, you know, all the best grapplers are in America or in Brazil, but it's most of the Brazilian are in America now. So. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest market in terms of uh, size. Uh, it's also where people have enough money to spend on, you know, like a flowchart or, you know, like anything. Mm-hmm. 
And Canada, I knew it was, I knew some good grappler in Canada and, you know, the UK same and Australia. I mean, it's just like general knowledge of the grappling, grappling world. Yeah. And you can see right away, okay, so that's the biggest market. And, um, yeah, it's, it happens to be where they speak English. So it was like, okay, well, let's do it in English for sure then. Yeah. It's, it's, um, to me, it's, it's hard to find like the, the borders of the information, you know? And to me, it seems like you've got a good, good understanding of like, like when I first saw your blueprint, um, map, it was the first time I was like, oh, okay, there there's limits, you know, it's, there's not just infinite information that I have to keep learning yeah. forever. There's like, there's, you know, there's 20 different things that I can learn a million details about each thing, but there's only, you know, um, there's only these core positions and, and, uh, and it's, 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 I think it's hard to have that same perspective for markets, you know, where it just seems like there's, you know, infinity people out there. There's so many people, but if you really look at it and, um, you know, there, there's finite limits and it seems like you do a good job of understanding, um, kind of, kind of where, where's the whole market and kind of seeing that from the, the outside macro perspective. Yeah. Um, just, do you know the Pareto principle? No, no, it's like 80, 20 rules. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's it. Yeah, okay. So, so, so it says, well, eighty percent of the result will come from twenty percent of your action, and it's a big part of um, how I see jujitsu actually. Because there is, like you said, there is um, and everything else for that matter. But in jujitsu, there is like an infinite number of moves. It's not infinite, but I mean, there is a huge possibilities of moves. But when you're actually watching like high-level competition. You don't see an infinite number of moves. You, you, you actually see pretty much the same pattern over and over again. So the, the trick is to say, okay, uh, what's the 20% that actually do the entire job, basically? And um, that's my main focus, actually, is to, you know, in my app, so in my, well, so I've got, I've got on, on the app, I've got like 530 videos, which is a lot, it's, but it's not like a, 4,000. Mm-hmm. And one of my main things is to, to have a, a app that is cur- uh, curated. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very picky when I, when I had a, a new technique, I'm making sure, okay, it actually, it really works. It's used at the highest level. And it's not just like some random stupid stuff you saw on Instagram and, you know, it doesn't really work. And, or, you know, it works on white be- or beginners only. And, you know, after that, it doesn't work. And so, yeah, I'm, I have a good, um, I mean, a big part of my, of my, uh, not my job, but a big part, a big part of my focus is to find those 20%. Okay. What actually make it work? Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's the same for, yeah, everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, going back to the language, just to throw in an analogy. Um, one of my previous guests was talking, he learned French, uh, he's, he's American, but, um, his strategy was to take the. He, he used a frequency dictionary. So, um, mm-hmm. s- same kind of thing. He just started with, uh, the first 2000 words, the most common 2000 words in French. And even though there's tens of thousands of words in French, if you just start with that, it's, it's kind of that, that 20%, yes. um, yes. 80%. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's actually very smart. Yeah. Yeah. S- same. And you're kind of giving, uh, well, literally the blueprint for that in jujitsu. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, 
one other thing I'm kind of curious about that sort of occurring to me as we talk, um, you mentioned you have a daughter and, um, so just, just as an entrepreneur, you've got your own business. Um, you've got a family, you, you've got a training schedule. How do you, how do you manage all that? How do you, how do you balance your priorities? Um, how do you schedule your, your days? Uh, I, I actually, I have a routine and uh, it's a very strict routine. So from Monday to Friday, actually, well, uh, I, I can show it after if you want, but uh, I've got a timetable of like my entire day. Okay. So it's eight, you know, I, I wake up at seven at eight. I'm at the gym for my workout. I come back, I hit because I need to eat six times a day because I'm trying to, to get muscle at the moment. So I've got like lots of meals. But it's basically at every hour that I know it's planned. I know what I'm supposed to do. And that's how I, uh, I go through my day. Like it's, a, it's very routine. Every day is a routine. Uh, you know, so, and so I, I, to answer your question about balance, I think, I think having a routine helps a lot because it gives me um, focus, but also, you know, it's forced me to do certain things at certain time and uh, trying to be efficient in my time. I, I hate when, I, when I'm just wasting time. It's uh, not something I really don't like. Of course, I'm wasting time like everybody else, like on weekends I'm resting. Or, you know, you're mm-hmm. watching a, something somewhere on YouTube and you get like kind of sucked into it. But I'm yeah. trying as much as possible to be very, very strict and diligent on my uh, daily routine. So that's, yeah, it's, it's all based on, you know, routine, routine, routine. I think that's the way to do it. At least it works for me. Yeah. And is it ever difficult to execute um or or just yes. have you been doing it long enough that you kind of just no, no, into... no. well it, it's i i managed to i managed to do it but yeah it's tough especially uh at the end of the week so like, for example today is the worst day of my week uh because i'm i'm just exhausted by the training because i train two or three times a day and I work between my trainings and I need to take care of my daughter. And I'm also, I'm building my house at the moment. So I, I go to, you know, to the, to the construction site every day. So I've got tons of stuff happening this, this year, which is, I know I'm not complaining. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's great, but it's also very tiring. And on Thursday, I'm, I'm like, my body's beat up. I'm, I'm just like, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, I'm dead. Yeah. And so it's tough. It's tough to push through it, but, uh, you know, I guess with, um, you just used to it and you know, you've been doing it long enough and it, you know, with resilience, you know, it just, you just, you just go through it. You're like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, it's almost the weekend anyway. So, you know, two yeah. more days to push and then it's okay for a weekend. <laughs> Interesting. And has, in your whole time as an entrepreneur over the last few years, when you've been doing your own thing, has your routine stayed pretty consistent or have, yeah. have you tweaked it as you've gone? No, no, no. It's, it's ever evolving. It, it changed. Well, it's, well, this year is not going to change a lot because my priorities and my project uh, are the same. I mean, it's, it's going to take a year. So my, my, my house will be finished in one year. Uh, for my workout, you know, I'm working with a, with a bodybuilder for a year because I'm trying to, to pack muscles. And so we have a one year program basically. So for, you know, so it's for one year, it's not going to change. But next year, it's going gonna, it's gonna, to, I'm going to tweak it a little bit. Interesting. So it, it, um, it, it just, it's, it's always evolving if you want, but there is always a routine that's important. Yeah. Cool. Um, I, I want to dive into the training part of that. That's where I was going to go next. You kind of just brought that up, but, um, you're training two, three times a day, you said, and it sounds like you're trying to add mass. 
Um, I'm, I assume you're trying to always hone your skills in jujitsu as well. So yes, what, what is, uh, what is, what does your schedule look like? How much time do you devote to, um, strength training, conditioning? How much is, is more skill-based and knowledge-based? How, how does that all work? Yes. Yeah, so, so, so I've got workout at the gym, like pure, you know, just lifting weights, uh, every morning for an hour and a half. So for, when I say every morning, it's from Monday to Friday because I don't, I don't train on, on, on weekends. Uh, and then I, I go to the gym for an hour of drilling. For, so to technical training uh, from 12 to 1. So every day from Monday to Friday. And then I, I teach and I train and I do my, you know, my hard workout at the gym, you know, for, you know, life training, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday evening. Gotcha. That's yeah. That's how I, that's how I do it. And on weekend, I just, you know, rest and try to survive for the next week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I was going to ask that, like, how important is that rest in your routine? Um, do you ever, do you ever have times come up where you need to catch up on something and you have to work through the weekend or there's, yes. is the rest as important? Yeah. No, no, no. no of, of, of course, sometimes, sometimes, well, Saturday, I never work on Saturday. Uh, I, I never managed to do it since I'm like 10. I, I just, mm -hmm. I, I just can't yeah. work on Saturday, but on Sunday. Yeah. Sometimes I work the entire Sunday because I'm like, you know, I need to finish something. Um, one thing it's kind of, it's not a routine, but one, one thing I do also for entrepreneurship and it's really critical to, to me is uh, having a to-do list. So I have a to-do list and I do it for a week. So every Sunday or every Monday, so I make the list of everything I need to do for the week divided by day. And uh, if at the end of the week, I'm not done with it because of, you know, whatever, uh, well, I need to finish it. Because, uh, yeah, so I, I never push something to the next week. I always say, okay, whatever I, uh, I need to, if I need to work, you know, the entire day on Sunday, I'm going to do it. Uh, it's it need to be done. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And, um, and, and then I rest, uh, you know, as much as I can on weekend. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. do you, do you have other hobbies or is it mostly jujitsu family? What, what else do you, um, are you interested no, no, in? No, no, uh, um, a few things actually. So well, this year I had to drop it because uh, I, I can't, I, I just don't have the time to do it, but I love chess. Uh, I'm, I'm taking chess. Well, I've been taking chess lessons for, for a year and a half and I'm playing golf. Uh, I'm actually quite good at golf. <laughs> Interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm not that good at chess, so. <laughs> but, but, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I love those two things. Uh, but yeah, this year I just can't do it. It's, 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 you know, I don't have enough time to, to do it. So I, I had to drop it for, for the year. Uh, I also love, um, I, I love, uh, uh, you know, RPG tabletop. You know, like, you know, like not Dungeon and Dragon, mm -hmm. but I, I play, you know, you know, you know, you see those nerds, you know, like, like rolling dice and, you know, playing uh, Dungeon okay, and yeah, Dragon. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I love to play a game called uh, The One Ring, which is based on, uh, you know, the Tolkien world, and also Middle Earth and The Lord of the Rings. Uh, so we, we, I play, I, I'm a game master for, uh, for my, with my friends. We play like once a month or something. Nice. Uh, I love to do it. And uh, reading also, I, lo I, lo I love to, to read um, uh, non-fictional books, especially on, uh, well, there's a lot of things I like, but um, decision-making, uh, cognitive bias are two things I really, really enjoy learning about. 
And uh, at the moment, I'm, I'm reading a ton of, uh, um, you know, global warming and the energy crisis. I'm trying to get as much as possible on that. Um, yeah, so it's pretty, yeah. I, I'm always trying yeah. to learn something new. Cool. Couple so of in quick my, questions in about got, uh, in my routine, I've got, uh, uh, you know, a slot for, for, for reading or learning stuff every day. Is, is that in the beginning or the end of the day that you typically the do the reading? The end? Yeah. The end. Um, well, actually it should, I guess it should be, you know, it should be, it will be more efficient to do it uh, first time in the morning, but I just can't do it based on yeah. how my day and my family it's. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was asking. I, I'm the same. I, I, usually end up reading at night, but I find that I yeah. learn a little bit better if I read earlier. That's, that's why I asked, yeah. but, um, so the problem I have is I, I need to, because I'm training three times a day or two times a day, depending on the day. But if I do my workout at eight or at eight, something, uh, you know, I, I need some, I need a few hours before my next training. And if I read in the morning, so it means, okay, I'm, go I'm going to train at 10 but I've got another session at 12, so it's not working. I, I need some time to, you know, so I, well, you know. Yeah. So reading is the last thing I do, but it's not, uh, it's not the best, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's, it's better than nothing, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. Do you know um, yeah. the Daniel Kahneman books, uh, Thinking Fast and Slow and Noise? Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah I, actually, a... uh, one of my... Yeah, uh, one, one of my teachers uh, at HEC is uh, Olivier Siboni. I mean, he was one of my teachers. And he's the guy, I, I guess, you know, since you know Kahneman, uh, you know, he, he's been, his latest book is uh, Noise. Yeah, that's, I've I, heard I, of it. Yeah, yeah okay. I read that one. It, it, it's yeah. written, okay. mm -hmm, it's, it's written by Kahneman and uh, Siboni. And Siboni was my teacher at HEC. That's so uh, nice. I've read all his books. Uh, there is one really good also. It's... Um, you're about to make a terrible mistake. It's about cognitive bias. It's from Olivier Siboni. So that's something I, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's really, really interesting. You're about to make a terrible mistake from Olivier Siboni. It's a good one. Um, and uh, the, yeah, yeah. Oops. The other book I was going to ask about is The Art of Learning. Josh Waitzkin, do you know that one? Uh, yeah, I didn't read it, but yeah, I've, uh, I've heard of it. Yeah, that's, and the reason I'm bringing this one up is, is you, you mentioned chess, um, Josh Waitzkin, he's, he's kind of the opposite of you. He started with chess and then he switched to martial arts. Um, it sounds like you martial arts and you're yeah. picking up chess as you go. But, um, one thing that was cool about that book is he, he was the world champion in chess at one time. So super high level. And when you he switched so? to martial oh, arts, hmm? no, he wasn't. He wasn't? No. Maybe maybe he was no, the no. American champion. He was the American champion, yeah. Okay, my, my bad. <laughs> um, no, it's okay. <laughs> but, uh, but either way, so he, he switched to, uh, I think he was doing Tai Chi push hands. And he was doing Wing Chun, I think. Wing Chun? Okay. Um, I think so, yeah. I'm not completely sure, but uh, I think that's it. But it, yeah, it was like, you know, those pushing hands. Uh, yeah. That's... I wanted to say bullshit, but... Uh... <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. But um, <laughs> what, what's what, what, what what's interesting about that to me is he talks about his experience doing martial arts, uh, for, coming from a chess background, and it it took him a, a few years to kind of gain like fluency. That's how I think of it. 
similar to like a fluency in your language. But once he got to that point, it sounds like he was kind of applying the concepts that he uses in chess um, during during his martial arts matches. And so I was wondering if, as, as you do these, if you do chess and and <laughs> these other things, uh, do you kind of have that, but the opposite? I'm I'm willing. I'm I'm not good enough at chess to do it, but I completely. I, I certainly see a, a lot of um, similarities between jujitsu mm -hmm. and chess, like a lot about position. Uh, you know, po um, some tactics. Uh, but yeah, that's something I actually talked to my to my chess coach. Uh, she doesn't know jujitsu at all, but uh, I, I, was, I was, you know, referring. Okay, so that's the same concept in jujitsu. That's the same thing I'm using, you know, when I'm holding. It's, it's actually yeah, there's a lot. So I'm not surprised that a guy like like Josh, who, who is like extremely high level player in, in you know in chess, and he's also I'm, I never never met him, but I'm sure he's extremely good at jujitsu. He's a Marcelo Garcia black belt. Mm -hmm. Oh, so speaks for itself. I mean, Marcelo Garcia is one of the goats. Uh, so I'm sure he's very, very good. So, I'm, but I'm not surprised that he's, he's seeing like similarities and using the same principle. It makes lots of sense. Yeah, and I think it, it kind of gets back to what we were talking about at the beginning, the core concepts. Um, yeah, and I really like that guy Robert Naki's uh, terms with the alignment, the base posture and structure. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I think that yeah, those. I was I was talking the other day with a physical therapist. Um, it's, I play baseball. He's on my baseball team, but. Uh, he was he was talking about his just core body mechanics um, for different movements. I'm trying to improve my ankle mobility, and um, he started getting to these same concepts the more I dug. So I, I really think that these these concepts, and especially alignment, I really find alignment is, yeah. uh, comes up in pretty much every facet of life. Yeah, you, you know, uh, I, I guess I guess you heard of uh, mental models. You know what a mental model yeah. is. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So there's good books uh, about. Uh, I think his name is Sean, uh, Sean Parrish, the guy from uh, FS Blog. That's something you, you should uh, you you will like it for sure. The the great mental models. The book. That's the name of the book. I, I will send you the link after. Yeah, I appreciate that. Shout uh, it down to FS dot FS dot blog. I think so. I think that's it. And one of the mental models I, I like the most is uh, the first principle. That's actually the one use, uh, used by Elon Musk a lot. And it basically says, okay, so when you want to learn how something works, you have to tear it down to the most basic level and you will actually see what makes it work. And I think uh, it's extremely useful in, well, in physics, of course, but it's also in jujitsu. And I guess it's the same for, you know, mechanics. And like you said, I mean, alignment, alignment would be one of the core reasons why something works and something doesn't work. So, you know, when you break down a position to the most like basic stuff, it's like, okay, so let's say we're training together in jujitsu and I got your back. Okay, what, what's, the, what's the number one thing you need to do? Well, of course, you need to protect your neck, but to escape, you need to misalign your spine. That's what you want to do. Okay, so I, I can teach you all day. Oh, yeah, you should do, you know, should this, that, and that move, and you know, pass the arm and get. Okay, that's the first thing I'm saying to my white belts. Okay, so just protect your neck and misalign your, your spines. And then you put your head on the floor, shoulder on the floor, and then you, you escape. But the, 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 the core reason it works is because our spine do this. Right. And yeah, so yeah. Yeah, the, the core, uh, you know, first principle, that's something I really, really like.
Yeah, no, I like that. Rather rather than learning all the all the different escapes and then trying to yeah, learn the pattern, it, it's better to just learn the pattern first and then understand yes. how that pattern is, is it, at play it, in every technique. We need to learn all the, all, all the other stuff, but you start with this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you've got the thread that ties it all together. And then you expand and then you actually learn all the variation and all the subtleties and everything else. But at first you need to understand, okay, what's the core principle? What 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 are we doing here? Yeah, because mm -hmm. it's a liner spine, that's what we're doing. Yeah, interesting. Um, one <clears throat> one curiosity you mentioned that you're interested in energy and and uh, yeah. you're, you're reading about the climate change and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm curious. What what do you have a bigger vision? It's it's do you um, it, it seems like you're you know what you're doing you've you've got um and you know you've you've got value that you're adding to to the world and and I, I mean from my perspective it's it's high value um but you're thinking about these bigger questions as well i'm wondering uh i don't know what do you what do you how how, how do you plan on uh sort of what what do you value in terms of um scaling your ideas and and how do you want to contribute to these to, to the to the um, bigger bigger issues well okay two things so so in my business so it's definitely it's a small business for sure so i'm trying to expand but I, I think i'm still doing something valuable for for my customer and and, and i value it a lot because i know jujitsu helps a lot in your personal lives so it's not just it's not just martial arts it's not just sports or you know like a, a fun thing we do i think it helps for your confidence it helps for your problem solving abilities. It helps for, you know, your fitness. And then, you know, yeah, confidence is a, is a lot of it. But I think there is a lot of very good things that happens because you're doing jujitsu on a daily basis. So it's, I think it's, I think it's important. It's not just like something, it's not like playing ping pong or, you know, I've got nothing about, against ping pong, but I, th I think there is more value to practice something like jujitsu compared to more like, uh, like another sport. Um, so I, I really think to, to help people to, to learn faster jujitsu more efficiently, I think it, it adds value. And I think it's, uh, it's important to me, um, for the bigger scale, uh, if, if you're talking about energy, I'm just over the last few months, I really realized, um, well, you know, so, you know, the, the entire world economy is based on two things. It's well, on many things, but at first it says, okay, so natural resources are free and they are unlimited. Yes, they are free, but they are not unlimited. And so that perpetual growth, which is based, uh, which is the basics of our entire economy. I mean, in, in the US, but in France, I mean, you have those, the states are always, um, um, you know, they're adding more depth to, to the states, but it's based on the assumption that, well, the growth will be 1%, 2% every year for 70 years, which is not going to be the case because at some point and much sooner that we all think, energy supply will decline. Less energy, less production, less value, less growth. And so I'm, I'm really, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm realizing, um, you know, in terms of production, uh, it's going to do something like this. So we need to prepare ourselves to, 
consume less energy, but also good. So, you know, spending less money buying stuff you don't really need. Uh, you know, stop changing your, your iPhone every year because, well, you know, you, you, sooner or later you can't, you're not going to do it uh, because you just can't do it anymore. And um, yeah, it's, it's actually a big change in, in the way I view the world since I'm studying all those uh, energy stuff. Uh, because I always thought when I was younger, so it will be, unfortunately, it, would, it will be, you know, like my grandkid generation's problem. Actually, it's going to be my daughter's problem. And I'm, I'm actually going to see it before I'm dead. Or, well, if I, if I live like 80 or something. And so it's, it's kind of a, like a, a wake up call. And it's like, okay, well, we need to change. We really need to change something very fast because it's happening soon. That big, you know? Yeah. It's, so, it's interesting. You yeah. bring it back to, uh, to the individual level and, and let's say your interest in, uh, you know, making, making these flow charts for, for it's, it's, it's not to, you're not trying to change the jujitsu world. You're trying to change no. individual lives. Um, and it sounds like that's kind of the yeah. same, like what you're talking about with energy, you know, making individual decisions about iPhones. It's, I, th I think that's what people, uh, sometimes lose is they, they try to think, Oh, what's the, what's the thing that's going to save the whole planet when, um, rather than just saying what, what can each person do? Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I think, I mean, I think we have a lot, lot more power than, you know, we might think because if, if we have like a collective, like, uh, like if we, if we could all realize we, you know, if we all do a small thing or we, if we stop, you know, if we all stop to buy like stuff on Amazon every day, it would actually make a difference, but mm -hmm. people are like, oh, you know, it's only me. So it doesn't make any difference. So I'm keep doing it. Well, you know. We, I think we need a little more coordination between us because yeah, we have more power than we, people might think, but we yeah. need, so we, we need to, to go in the same direction, which I think is not going to happen. Unfortunately, I think we're very selfish and not very rational and I'm very pessimistic for, for the, for the, for the future of, uh, I mean, adapt or die basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, um. But hey, you know, it will be probably okay. fifty years, sixty years. So I'm not gonna be around anymore. <laughs> but no, um, it, it's it's actually something I, I'm I'm worried for my daughter because she, she will see it for sure. Yeah, I I mean, arguably, we're already starting to see it. Um, just, yeah, just in the yeah. early stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh. But, so it hasn't gotten extreme yet. I mean, we, we see the, we see the effect of uh, you know global warming and but but. Um, for sure. I mean, it's, uh, in, in my daughter, when she will be my age or like 50 or 60, like in 50 years, uh, I guess the world will be very, very different and probably not in a good way. I'm very pessimistic ab about it. So yeah. I hope I'm wrong, but well, <laughs> it is what so, it is. Uh, I think to kind of tie, tie some points together before we wrap up here, it's, um, like, like what we were talking about earlier, there's, like, like the efficiency of learning, you know, there's, you can't take shortcuts, but there's a most efficient path. Yes. I think it's the same kind of thing. And it's, it sounds like that's kind of what you're preaching is sort of to use that, um, efficiency mindset, um, uh, in, in all facets of life that, that you're taking from jujitsu. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all yeah. about efficiency to me. Like I'm trying to be efficient in all aspects. Of course I'm not, but 
I'm doing my best to, to improve every day my efficiency. I, I don't like to waste energy or time or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like that's... Jiu -jitsu, just to finish on jujitsu, like, it's <laughs> like when you have a good position, I hate when I lose, I, I, well, you know, I'm always trying to, okay, I get a good position. I need to submit the guy. And if I lose it, I'm, I'm mad. I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah. You, can't, you gotta take advantage of the opportunities. Exactly. Um, Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on here. Uh, before we wrap up, just where uh, where where do you have all your content online? Where can people find you? Uh, yeah, so so it's uh, bjjflowcharts.com and uh, you have everything there. Yeah, you have my Instagram awesome. and bjjflowcharts, uh, my app. You, you can you, well you, you can also type it on you know the App Store, or Google Play. But if you go to the website, you have everything. You have the links to, to, the, to the app, you, to my Instagram. You can reach if you want to send an email. You, you can on the website as well. It's everything is there. And then how does, how does this, it's a subscription model right now, correct? No, 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 no. no? It's, a, it's a lifetime membership uh, okay. one payment. Okay. I, I, at first, it was a membership uh, subscription-based um, but, uh, I thought it was, it, it, it's, it works much better by, you know, like a one-time payment mm -hmm. and it's also easier to, to manage. So now yeah. it's just, and... you, you, buy, you buy it. And so the app is like 149, which is actually a no brainer deal in my mind and you yeah. have a, a, a lifetime of access and you can talk to me. Uh, I, I've got new, uh, new video every Friday. And, uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, I honestly, I think that of course I'm biased, but I think it's, uh, it's all, also, it's everything I do is based on uh, John Danner and Gordon Ryan's teaching because that's where I'm learning the, my stuff. So what I'm teaching is basically what I got from them, but, but, mm -hmm. then, but then, you know, I teach it in a very different way. It's much more concise, much more, I think it's more precise in terms of, you know, so my videos are like two minutes and you just watch it. I've, I've got like a uh, different angle, slow motion, annotation on the video, very clear instructions. And you go to the gym and you train. You don't have to watch like an hour, you know, DVD of someone talking when I, you know, I, I hate actually those DVDs because they, they, the content is fantastic. They're the best, but they just, they just talk for hours. And sometimes yeah. they talk like 25 minutes to say something that, you know, you can say in one minute and I'm like, oh, yeah. come on, man. I understand. Okay. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. It's inefficient. <laughs> Give me the info and let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, anyway. I can say from, from senior maps, it's, uh, I think lifetime, uh, lifetime memberships are good investment with the rate you're growing and, and the, the content yeah, you well, keep putting out there. Much, I appreciate it. Um, well, anyway, then I, Thank, thank you for having me. I, it was fun. Yeah. So thank, thank you for having me. Uh, best, best of uh, lots of success to you. And uh, let's keep in touch, right? So yeah, for sure. Well, I really yeah. appreciate you coming on. I had a lot of fun and I learned a lot here. So thank you much. Cool. And let All me right. know how your jujitsu is going. So I want to know, like after, like in, like in, if, in a few months, let let me know your you know your progress. And uh, you can also send me video of your role. So I, I will I will tell you what I think. Like ah. That's good. It's not so good. Yeah, yeah. Send me some tips for sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll take you up on that. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Jake. Well, yeah. Pleasure, man. Bye. All right. Bye.